What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. The new Miley Cyrus song that just dropped a couple weeks ago is incredible. It's Miley. Okay, don't that. <laughs> it's Miley. Did you just throw that I out did. there? That's that's funny. That's from um. What the fuck is that from? I don't know. That radio show. Go ahead. Uh, the song is called Flowers, and if you haven't heard it yet, you're going to hear a lot of it in the next few months. Is it a spoof or is it a good song? No, it's fucking incredible. It's and she give me what's it about? Just give me the give me the Cliff's notes. It's uh, it's about a a a woman who is no longer with someone and has realized like. I can buy myself flowers. I can hold my own hand. I can write my own name in the sand. I don't need you kind of thing, which is a, a good lesson for anybody of all types. But, we should, I love that but line. But it's super fucking dancey and just catchy in the bass line. It's, re, it's so, pop music. That's here's a, what we're going to do, Joe. Are you going to interrupt me? Is that it? Go or? ahead. It's a pop song. Got it. A modern-day pop song with real instruments. It's not a keyboard. It's not oh. synthesized. And you can hear, like, it's got a super funky fucking bass line to it. That's I like, love this idea. So I started digging into it, and I cannot find the personnel on it, but it's got to be somebody high, high up because... Because it's real instruments. It's because re- it's, it, it's real. Someone seasoned, it's shall we say. really fucking good. Someone really seasoned. Good. And now and the new album doesn't drop until I think, the whole album doesn't drop until I think March. But that song is out. But that song came out, I'm like, God damn it, I was jamming on the way out here. Right, here's up. what we should do. Well, first of all, let's make it the break music. Well, that, that was, that's the AA spoilers. All right. Sorry, okay. Second of all, we should go to California. You and I have never driven to California together. No, no, because I, I, I'm it's something afraid. you've always wanted to do. I have always wanted to do. I can't wait to be in a vehicle with you for <laughs> fucking five goddamn hours. <laughs> then we should go to the beach, and we should shoot a black and white oh, God video it. of this song, and I should write my name in the sand and hold my own hand. And do what you the, want to recreate the Chris Isaac? Yeah, fucking no, video or that. Or on, yeah, we should roll around. We should we should morph the Chris Isaac and then into the Miley Cyrus. Oh my God! And uh, hold my own hand, buy myself flowers. I'm sure I can find a yeah. person selling flowers somewhere on the coast Absolutely. of California and write my and name in And film our own cartoon casual music video for Miley Cyrus's flowers. But yes. then can we go into deep like deep shit from a lo- like 10 years ago and do like Party in the USA? Do you know that song? Yes. I know you know that and song. And also the, then the Chris Isaac thing. Yeah. Anything that's on a beach. And all the way back from, from here to eternity. You know that oh, movie? I, I've, been to that, I've been to that beach. It's okay. um, it's a... Uh, uh, um, I think it's Malibu. Is that Malibu Beach State Park? It probably is. It, I've been yeah. to the beach. Right. Because that's also where there was a, a Blink-182 video was filmed there. Same, and they were same. doing that to make, not make fun of, but kind of as a parody of sure. From Here to Eternity. Like the, the infamous kiss. Yeah, kiss rolling in the rolling in the beach. On the beach and the waves the, and all the that. Way, yeah, that shit, yeah. Which was also done in Movie Airplane, if you recall. They did, they did a, oh, a, that's a, right, yeah. And they got really, they got really... You know, mowed just, over by a wave, right? And then when the wave receded, they were covered in seaweed. And then if you look in the corner, there's like a catfish, kind of you know, with his mouth trying to get air because it's in the naked gun. <laughs> Was that an airplane? Airplane. Airplane. <laughs> Jesus. But we could go to California. We could go to Roscoe's Chicken. We could drive by, do all the famous bullshit stuff. We can go by the uh, the the uh, different. Uh, well, we, so it. we'd have to do like the alternative tourist stuff. Sure. Like the Hollywood Walk of Fame is kind of like I don't want to do right? that. I want to do the uh, what's the uh, what's the two uh, the two uh, the troubadour. Oh, go yeah, the, the troubadour. You've we'll go, been there. We're I know. Have lunch but... at the Rainbow Room, right? Or the Rainbow Bar and Grill, rather. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we're famous enough to go upstairs to the Rainbow Room. 
Uh, but also go to uh, you know Laurel Canyon and check out sure. where the Tate murders I've, were. I've never been been to Laurel Canyon. I've been here's what's odd though. With my my grandparents lived and my parents were raised in Southern California, but I've never done all of that stuff. We went to of course Disneyland. Yeah, which I've then, never been to. Okay, well, there you I go. I think that'd be funny if the first time I went to Disneyland was with you. <laughs> I honestly, but I went to Santa Monica Beach. Uh, yeah. a, a lot with my grandparents. That's what we did when I was a kid. You know, we went there and dug those little. What are those little uh, crabs that kind of burrow in the sand? Those little crabs, funny little, but they're not crabs. They're, I mean, they're like a crab, like are a they, sand crab. They're like hermit crabs. No, they're not. They're not. They don't look like. They look like a roly poly sort of. Oh, they're. Uh, people know what they are. Yeah, people, pe- beach people. Yes. Yeah, the one percenters. They know what they. They're. They're. Uh, yeah, they'll when the. When the sand recedes, you'll see them all, a bunch of them in your right area, kind of burrowing down. And you catch them, and they look, they're kind of like, again, like a big roly poly, if you know what a roly. Uh, yeah, yeah, what, yeah, I know what you're talking what about. What they also call pill bugs. Pill but bugs. Kind of like yeah. bigger. And I think some fishermen use them as bait. You know, they catch them and they you do the beach. What's that? Uh, Shore casting. Yeah, just with a with yeah. big long ass fucking rod and whip that thing out there. I think it's what they use. Anyway. I could, uh, I could, we could also body surf. I go, haven't done that in about 30 years. Whew, go and f- just wade through all the needles and whatnot. <laughs> I honestly, like, I know I sound like a real elitist and I don't care. As soon I as know I know you've been to Hawaii, I know. Well, no, no, no. I wasn't even going to go down that road. I was going to okay. say Florida. Like, f- for all, all the things that people talk trash about Florida, they have the nicest beaches in the United States. Right. Period. Hands down. In fact, and the water's warmer. The water is warmer. A lot warmer. It's and a lot clearer as well. And then the beaches aren't, they're not, like, California beaches are beautiful in their own way, the same way that, like, the beaches in Maine are beautiful. Yeah, a little more rugged. There's not a lot of beaches compared to Florida, for example. Correct. I mean, it's probably twice as much uh, coastline. Yes. And warmer water and blah, blah, blah. But, like, the my only experience for the longest time, my true, truly only experience with, with beach and ocean was Southern California. Right. So when I went to... Like the Gulf Coast for the first time, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Wait, hold on. Your first beach that you went to was Southern California. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, that I remember. In now I Santa know Monica that I or went, somewhere else. Uh, no, actually San Diego. Okay. Uh, I think it was yeah. What's Pack Beach what's or there? Ocean Beach? One of the two. Okay, yeah. Uh, which was nice. Don't get me wrong. And it was summertime, and I was swimming. There's no wetsuit involved yeah, or anything like that. You're a kid. You know? You're in a guy got an yeah. ocean. You're yeah. having fun. But then when I saw, like. Beautiful white sugar sand beaches and things that I'd only seen in magazines. I didn't even know that existed in the United States. Right in my brain, all beaches in the U.S. look like California, like, like Panama City. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. Which again doesn't have a very waves aren't are non-existent. No, no yeah, exactly. Unless you get an offshore storm, and even then, you're not really going to get much because there's no reef. It's right. all sand and it's all flat. Not going to have breaker breakers and right. I didn't say breaker breakers. I did not breaker that's, breaker. That's not what I meant to say at all. Convoy. I've just, <laughs> I'm going to change. Our break music to Convoy. <laughs> C.W. McCall. Is that is that who did that song? Dude, I don't know, but I saw... Yeah, you, yes, you do. I don't remember. You no, had remember. the 45 and you fucking I, know. I, I, I probably did. I saw Smokey and the Bandit when we came out in the theater the first time. What year was that? 1977? Something like that, yeah. 78, 77. I saw it in a theater. Peak Burt Reynolds. It was, it was peak. But in, in, uh, in, uh, uh Sally Field. She was, wasn't oh, she, yeah. was she the sidekick in the, uh, she was. Was she? Yeah, because she, she had a, I think she ran away from a wedding. That's what it was. She, yeah, yeah, And he yeah, picked yeah, her yeah. up and he, yeah. was, he was going to Georgia, whatever it was. He goes, oh, well, I'm going, we're going, here we go, you know. And she ran away on a, I, I would know, stop and pick up Sally Field on the yeah, side Yeah, she of the was road. a cutie. Oof, man. Yeah. 
Her and Linda Ronstadt. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ooh, Ooh. Boy. They're, they look kind of similar. They're similar they genre. Do. Similar look. Similar. Sim- they're, they're cute they're, they're face. Similar kind of, make and model. They are. The, they're. You can tell the make and model is. They're kind of like the not the same factory, but maybe like a, like an Eagle Talon versus a Mitsubishi Eclipse. Like they're, they're the <laughs> same thing. They the same. They're different makes, but they're the same model. Yeah. Yeah. Sally Field is uh, quite something. Mm. Linda Ronstadt. Oh, and wait, she's in a new movie or something that just came out or is coming out. Linda, Linda Ronstadt? Ronstadt. Yeah, and she's all fucked up right now with with Alzheimer's or whatever. Parkinson's, she's got. I think. Parkin- I'm sorry, yeah. you're right. Parkinson's. I thought I saw a video clip of her in a something that's coming out soon. I bet you could. Oh. Google that, and there I it almost was. don't want to see it, and for the same reason that a lot of people don't visit. Or don't want to see dying relatives. They want to remember them as they were. I know, and I and I, I would have. I think I would have trouble with that. Is because I grew up with a, a lot of Leonard Ronstadt in the house. It's just and I, one of those things. Because I was a fan of hers. You know, I couldn't avoid it because my I kind of grew up on. Didn't grow up on, but my parents had her. She was the most popular female pop singer, like way out. Oh yeah. Everybody else for a while. So my parents had her album. So I would listen to her music. Didn't have a choice. And uh, then was it Netflix or some other. Uh, special came out about her a couple few years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to watch that and I went, oh, gosh, she's all fucked up. She waved at me. And old, really? Oh, yeah, in Tucson. Went in Tucson. Yeah, yeah, during the rodeo days parade. I was probably like That's eight nice. years old. And then she, of course, was inducted to the Hall of Fame. And uh, yeah. what's her name did her song, um, Different Drum, which I really fell in love with watching her sing. I can't remember drum. who it was. It was, uh, oh, she was American Idol, long Kelly long. Clarkson. No. Oh, Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood, yeah, did a different drum, yeah. which wasn't her. Linda Ronson didn't write much, I don't think, no. at all. That song was from uh, one, of the, one of the monkeys who wrote that song, a different drum. Oh, really? N- how, name Peter mon- Tork? N- nope. Name, the, name, no. the, name other I, monkeys. I, that's the only... That's the Orangutan? Only... No, that's not really a monkey. That's <laughs> no, that's an ape, actually. That's, that's a great ape. ape. That's one of the great apes. <laughs> Try again. Uh, You're getting deep in the weeds with the simians here. Peter, Peter Tork. Nikki, Mickey. Wasn't there one that David Bowie's real name is is Davy David Jones? So Davy Jones is another one. That's, that's my it. that's my association. I was like, that's why David Bowie went by David Bowie. Please look up and you'll go. God damn it! Look up. We wrote different <sighs> drum. Here we go. Joe's looking it up. God, he why, why do I always have to do this? Joe cannot wait to go to California with me and drive and be locked in a vehicle. Can't wait. By the Stone Ponies. Yes, but they, they, that's who she was with the Stone Ponies. No, no. Linda Ronstadt sang for the Stone Ponies, but they covered this song, a different drum who wrote. Oh, here it goes. Michael Nesmith. There you go. He was a monkey, right? Yes. Mike Nesmith. And I remember seeing him not that long ago on a stage doing like a weird little concert thing, and he was sitting on a you know on a stool and had his acoustic guitar. He goes, all right, my next song is by uh, Linda Ronstadt or something like that because he recognized is, yeah. that it's her song now. You know, a different drum was was her. Wow. You know who originally sang it and made it popular? No. The Greenbrier Boys. That's a bluegrass band that I've listened to. My grandfather listened oh, to. Oh, yeah, and then the Stone Ponies picked it up. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. All that America, Americana shit, man. Everybody's sharing their shit all the time. And Linda Ronstadt performed. Getting goosebumps now. She performed that song with the Stone Ponies at the Troubadour. I think. I think there's a recording of her. Oh yeah, yeah. 
on YouTube, whatever, singing it. I think it's at the Troubadour. We're a little bit obsessed with 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 Linda Ronstadt. Well, and, and, I, and the Troubadour, I, the whole idea, all the fucking people that that yeah. the talent that came through there. Yeah. And, what, well, and the whiskey a go go. The whiskey, the Troubadour, oh and the Roxy Theater. Between God. the three of those, it's like it's kind of outstanding. And then and that's all within three blocks of each other. It's almost hard to absorb and, if you really think of all the artists that came through there, around you, the world that it, came through there. If you expand out from that, like just take just you go those three venues. And the amount of musicians that came out of there, yeah, is incredible. But then you expand it to just the comedy store, which is like another block oh, up. Yeah. It's it's kind of the that, who's who the of, of entertainment, yeah. for like forty fucking years. We should go there when we go there and go and whoever's fucking playing. Well, yeah, of course. I, I haven't been there either. See, these are the things I never was a mature adult when I went to California. I mean, the last. Probably the last time I went, I don't know how long it's been, but probably it was for a funeral of a family member. It's been a yeah. while. We get truck it up to uh, uh, Edwards and find the. Remember where we were. Remember, remember <laughs> where we were. So we're gonna. Eh. No, yeah, go find where the X15 got loaded. Yeah, with the X15, on, on the X1, like, not the X15. Yeah, the X, the X1. X1. Yeah, um, that would be pretty cool too. I would like to do that. I've touched the X15, so I'm good on that. Yeah, I, I, I almost got yelled at too. I had a docent at the Air Force Museum look at me like. But here's the problem: when I went there, you could actually rub your butt against it. I mean, it wasn't. It, it, it wasn't, wasn't suggested serving like on a box of cereal. Oh my god! Like, you, would you like to do? It wasn't like a, a stick figure rubbing their ass against the like, airplane. Do not do this. <laughs> well, it's only about two feet behind a chain. Right. Like it's, I just reached out and touched the like the nose cone. But when I saw it, there wasn't. There was nothing. There was no rope yeah. around it. You could yeah. literally stick your head in the exhaust. You know, or the, whatever the jet nozzle. Most of the rest of them are like that. Okay. Mm. So mm. there's that. Anyway, isn't there like a famous donut? Couple of famous donut places in Southern California. I'm sure there's several. You fucking sugar freak! You've been re- <laughs> you've been reducing your calorie intake to like eight hundred to a thousand calories a day for, for like a month part. and a half. Yeah, yeah. Save for a handful of little exceptions. And then you're talking about Is there a donut place. <laughs> yeah. I, what what if, if I go there and the first thing I eat after all this is just like one of those monster fucking donuts you can get at whatever just, the those famous big, donut. like big, gigantic like voodoo donut up in in right. Portland and, and elsewhere. Then, and then I just die there in the yeah. Paul died in the donut shop. Yeah, he died. He dropped dead after right three there. bites of that donut. And then they'll put take a picture of your dead body and that donut and put it up there and then they'll sell ten million of them. It was a big, big cup of coffee because he's all in the caffeine now. And then he ate half of the. Whatever the size, you know, talking about the monster donuts yeah. that you can buy. Maybe it's a uh, you know the 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 big the like statue of the little kid holding up the giant donut, <laughs> like you know that that shop. That I'll turn into that. I don't know if that is a real place. I know it was. I just don't yeah. know if it's one of those places in L.A. that is now defunct, like the the cafe that seemingly every cafe scene is filmed in. Right. Which it used to be open. And they, they would close not. it for filming, and now it's closed completely. It's owned by like a studio that rents it out, or and that's or all somebody. they use it for. Yeah, and but that's where like the, um, I wanted to go there so badly. Like when I the the like when I went to L.A. for that one trip that was like seven or eight days, mm-hmm. and my buddy and I did catch on a day that we were able to get a table, and they weren't closed for filming because we went by there like three times because it was only a few blocks from where he lived, mm-hmm. and that one day we got a chance to go in there and. She's like, oh, what can I, where can I, uh, how many is it, you know, two of you want a booth or you want to sit up here? And I'm like, I want to sit in that booth right there. And she just kind of looked and she, I'm like. Because she knows, yeah. yeah. And she goes, okay. And then there's a little plaque that says, you know, a filming location for Al Pacino and Robert De Niro in Heat. Mm-hmm. And it was at that booth. We sat there. But there was also directly across from that is from the Big Lebowski when the dude and Walter 
Sobchak are talking about, you want a tow? I get you a tow by 1 o'clock this afternoon, dude. Like, And then he goes off on his weird Vietnam rant on the waitress. Like that's the, There's a little plaque right there in between those two. It says these are the seats from Lebowski, which is cool as shit. The other thing is, is that's where they filmed the diner scene from Pulp Fiction. Oh, so yeah. you you think they might be closed now? It's it's no longer a restaurant. Yeah, it's no longer it's just an used all the time for, just, for classic movie right. stuff. It was cheaper to do that rather than keep staff on and have to tell them sorry you're not working for the next week and a half because some movies filming here. What they should have done, what they should be nice about it, because movies actually, I mean, they spend a lot of money, but they're cheap in some areas, like. Um, our friends with uh, on Johnny McCracken, so they do filming in Marietta Square sometimes, right. and they go, and everybody's so excited. Oh, they're going to film this cool movie there, which is awesome for just people, but the people that run the business there are like, oh, my fucking God. Yeah. Because, and then they never, most of the time, the people don't um, go to those establishments. You know, they have large crews, but they, they do something else. They, they have uh, craft services They have craft there. services that, that come in and bring their own catering So they end up losing money. It's, yeah, it's cool. doubly, love doubly losing money because yeah. the square's shut down for filming so they can't have regular customers, and then they're also the people that are closing the place down are not utilizing that, which so that should be in a contract. It should be. It should be, okay, how much money do you guys normally make on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, whatever? Okay, here, here's $10,000. Right. We're just going to have to shut this area down, pay your employees, we'll pay your fucking, you know, your overhead. Yep. There you go. Is that good enough? Thanks. Great. Bye. And they'll still stay open maybe, but but not have the business yeah. they normally would. But I was thinking about the other thing of donuts. Um, cause that's <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think it's Little Lad's Donuts. I think that's what that thing's called. What's the name of the donut shop? in? Uh, and it does, it's true, right? In Chicago, no, Chicago with uh, Wayne's World. You know, they go that famous... That's. I don't think that was a real place. Oh. I, I. I'm not. Sh- I'm not There's sure. Like a, it doesn't have like a big, huge donut as the as the sign as the marquee, whatever. Like a. It's a. You know, twenty foot donut or something, on a top of a pole or some shit like that. No, in Wayne's World. Yeah. No, that that it was the hockey. Oh. It was owned by Ed O'Neill. The Ed O'Neill played this crazy, whacked out former. I think he was a former hockey player that owned that that like diner. Okay. And shop, and there was a hockey player that was just like with a stick, just moving back and forth on the top of the, of the uh, the, the thing. So now you also think that speaking of movie donut shops, that the donut shop in Wayne's World is also not real. You think it was just made up? Uh, I I'll have to f- figure it out. I don't know. Lard lad, lard lad is that little kid what holding the up f- the giant fucking donut in well, LA. That's complimentary. Okay. Uh, lard lad, but it doesn't. <laughs> uh, it's not. It's not open anymore. I have seen either in person and people are going to be throwing their shoes at the at the at the music box. Yeah. Um, I have seen either in a movie or in person a large donut as the sign or the marquee. You know, it's a three dimensional big fucking donut in front of a donut shop before somewhere. Okay. In Southern California or some other it bigger probably city. Probably was somewhere. Lard Lad. It's, it's just a big donut. Yeah. Show me the donut. Oh, it's not a guy holding a donut. It's just one giant donut. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I, I'm pretty sure it's just a big, and the donut is vertical. You know, it's not like a flying saucer, you know, flat. It's it's a vertical donut. Like Winchell's or Dummy. Like, was, was Winchell's a donut place? Wasn't there a Winchell's donut? Uh, yeah, no, Winchell. Well, I mean, there's Winchell's in Vegas. Oh, okay. Okay, now Iron Man, what was that? Iron Man, th- Iron Man 2. Had a big donut? That, where Tony Stark met, uh... Uh, I don't know Nick Fury you know Sam Jackson okay because in the beginning he's like he's hanging out Randy's Randy's Donuts Randy's Donuts hang on 
Does that mean I think hor- I found it. I think like I found horny it. Horny donuts. Is that what you're to mean? No, no, it's not no Randy's. Randy's. Uh, Randy apostrophe s, as in Randy owns the donut shop. Not Rand- it's owner Randy shop. Don- it's not, not Randy donuts. It's not Randy donuts, and they they already have a hole in them. <laughs> Jesus, age Christ. I'm gonna pass out. My blood pressure's low. Take my blood pressure now. See, check it. It's low. Doc, can you bring it in here? Doc, <laughs> yeah. Write this down. Jamie, get my BP cuff, please. <laughs> Randy's. So does Randy's Donuts exist? Hold on. There's a Randy's Donuts in Vegas. In Vegas. Is it got a big donut? Hold on. I don't know. No, it doesn't. Wait, wait. Are you saying hold on like H O L E? I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I don't. I just don't want to do it. Joe's going to quit. He's, he's going to get a copy of his contract and walk the fuck out of here. And, and <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly what's going to happen. And, and talk to his labor representative. <laughs> I'm calling my union rep. <laughs> oh, I'm all into this Randy's Donuts now. We're gonna have to. We're gonna donut tour 2023. Oh man, their building was featured. This the Randy's Donuts building was uh, featured in the films Earth Girls Are Easy, The Golden Child, Into the Night, Strip to Kill, Problem Child Two, Problem Child One, Breathless. California Girls, Iron Man 2, Get Shorty, Volcano, Crocodile Holy Dundee. Crap. Like all these. Is that the uh, big picture of a donut out front? Yes. Okay. Yes. So hang that's, on. that's what oh, it is then. That's, so uh, is it still a donut place? No, it's a filming location. God damn it. Yeah, that's what they do, man. They can make more money doing that. So then what, we sh- what you're telling me. Yep, that's is it. Is that the one? Yeah, yep. it's a giant donut. And see, in Iron Man 2, it's Tony Stark's like in the, the Iron Man suit. Does just he fly just, through it? He doesn't fly through it. He's, he's sitting in it in the suit all casual. <laughs> he's just like laying in the, the, in the, the hole, the, the hole, the bottom of the, the Randy hole. <laughs> the ra- <laughs> Why don't we open up a... Randy, call it the Randy hole. A, 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 a <laughs> restaurant. We call it the, uh, the Randy hole bar and grill and... <laughs> the Randy. And glory hole. Idea. And this, just have glory holes in the back. This, this might be a great idea. I mean, it sounds like a great idea. Oh, it's a great idea. We should definitely open up a restaurant that, and bar that also has glory holes. That's a great <laughs> idea. Because nothing says lovin' like mashed <laughs> like, potatoes, donuts, and glory holes. And glory. <laughs> comfort food and comfort holes. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, our, our tagline can be, we're comforting. But C-U-M... <laughs> <laughs> oh my! This is the idea is getting so terrible. We'd be like, we're comforting. Comfort. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Oh look who just fucking woke up, man! So, I've been in a daze all day long. Now I'm fucking there. I am. I think the idea though sounds like to me, based on what you're telling me, is that we should open up like a weird big signed donut shop or diner that's like 50s retro and really cool and just sell it to a studio <laughs> you know it's a yeah you open for like a, you know a month or two and people want to film there and go hey what's for sale it's for sale if you want to build it <laughs> you can make a giant carbon fiber donut to put on top <laughs> oh god oh out just outstanding yeah we should definitely go to la and start scope locations now that is something that I've always that I've I've always been into is that places I've seen in movies or on TV and going to the real life locations which we've talked about before and I have a friend who uh, did that for the first four or five years that he had his YouTube channel who's now expanded out because he doesn't live in LA anymore he moved I think he moved to Florida and so he does more things because he can travel around but a lot of it has to do with like movies and TV and mm-hmm. uh, you know film film in general. Um, but I, I'm obsessed with, with like thing, things like that, of that nature of like going to one cafe that's, that's, that has been in like 15 of my favorite movies Mm -hmm. and they just dressed it up a little bit differently. You never know unless you went there and go, you walk in the front door and go, 
that's from this shot from Heat. You walk in and turn the other direction, that's from The Big Lebowski. And back there, that's where they film Pulp Fiction. Like, it just makes sense. Right. And, and you put it all together, and it's kind of, it's cool to me because there's these are things that are part of my, kind of part of my personality. So... Rutherford's just kind of seems like it could be a place you could shoot a movie in. The Rutherford's does look like a place you would shoot a movie in because it looks like every Denny's up until about the 1980s. Right. But they... That's what that originally was, by the way. Right. That was but, a Denny's. But they have, you know, a, not a bar, but you can sit at the counter. counter. Yeah. And then they've got the booths that look the same, as yeah. you were saying. But oh, yeah. You could almost uh, make it. It even has, like, the... the Stone on the outside that's also kind of on the in- exposed stone on the inside that's mm-hmm. the very 1950s. Uh, yeah, which do you know a guy died in that Denny's? Uh, no, I don't know exactly Doesn't, how. I'm it, surprised more people haven't died in that Denny's just because it's been around a while. <laughs> I'm just talking just the, by just like the law, law, of law of averages. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, some guy it has something to do with the, the door slamming. Wow, really? Or something, and the uh, I think it was the door that slammed, and then there's, if you look in there, like in the breezeway, not breezeway, the foyer. The, the, the anteroom. The anteroom. <laughs> the mudroom? No, it's not really a mudroom here. It's the section. It's a foyer is what it is. Which, by the way, it's hot as a motherfucker in the summertime. It is hot as a motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, there's You notice there's plate glass up above the door, yes. and something happened to where that door slammed shut or got slammed or got run into, and that glass up top shattered and came down and sliced a guy's like head not off but enough to where he died the fuck off sliced his, yeah the f- wow. it fell the fuck off no sliced the fuck off so yeah. that now that's reminds me of like these windows because someone asked if these are plexiglass and i said no and went, those are glass i went no there and i couldn't think of the word you know tempered. These, these are tempered so if it shatters yeah. it's it just pieces. spider spider webs and turns into a bunch of and little by the way it'd be almost impossible to run through there and have it and break break it out really I'm not going to try it, Joe. Because you know, I have to set it up. But yeah, that's what temper. You know, temper glass. If you tap it on the edge, you yeah, know, edgewise, it'll just go. Yeah, it'll shatter but everywhere. You, you yeah. can't. You can almost. I'm not. I don't want to do this. But if you have a tempered glass, hit it with a hammer, just straight on. It. It really. That's why they have those, uh, like the seatbelt cutters that also have the you know for, yes, for your emergency in your car. Special things. And it has. It's just a little pinpoint. Yeah. It's hardened steel, and you just tap. Yep. You're supposed to tap on the corner of the window. Yep. And if you did that with these, sh- the same thing would happen. But if you took a like a ball peen hammer and sh- smashed the center of it, it's gonna it's gonna hurt your fucking hands, and it's not gonna break. Yep. So, so yeah. someone told me that because um, I had the option of putting whatever I wanted in here, and they said you know tempered glasses cost more. And I said, well, what? And, and I think they brought it up. It said, you know, legally, it's supposed to be if it's on the second floor or higher. It has to be tempered. It has to be tempered. I'll yeah. say, well, let's do that. You know, because, you know, let's be legal. Okay. Well, sure, it costs a little bit more. How much more is it? It's like $50 more per pain. That's like, it? Or something oh, okay. like that. Still, it's not that much. But any, anyway, anyway. So, um, why did we get off on I, glass? I oh, I know. You said the glass fell and then cut yeah, the Yeah, in the Denny's in Kingman, yeah. Wow. Well, which is now the Rutherford's, which was the Silver Spoon restaurant for fucking ever. That's what glass used to be like instead of that protective glass on cars now where they don't, you can't even go through it. Right. Because there's plastic in the, you know, thin. Yeah. But people would go blasting through those windshields and it big big knives of glass. Yep. People get sliced up and they just bleed out. Yeah. Like uh, I was just talking about this with somebody yesterday about how uh, there's the myth of the safe automobiles from like the big, the big boats from the 50s and 60s right. and 70s. How their cars were so much safer back then. They're bigger and heavier. Bigger and heavier. I'm like, no, they were way more deadly. Yep. Not only for passengers, but for the vehicle you're hitting too. Yep. And then, uh, it, oh, it was Jesh where it was talking about how you know, like the uh, three piece steering columns didn't like, or like the breakaway steering columns mm-hmm. didn't even exist until like the early '60s. They just impaled you. And yeah, you just it was like a giant spear when you had a you know front end a hard enough front end collision that spear just went right through you. People used to also say. I mean, seriously, like if they were a fire, they, you know, like, well, I'm not going to wear my seatbelt because they would, I've heard this 
years, I remember this as a kid, quote unquote, I would rather be thrown clear. Right. <laughs> of the vehicle. The chances of that happening and you not getting ro- rolled over or breaking every fucking bone in your body because you got flung 15 feet in the air. Right is probably pretty likely if you weren't wearing a seatbelt. And they would say, oh, they're bigger and heavier, so they're safer. No, because they were built like tanks, and they didn't collapse. They didn't right. absorb energy. They weren't designed to, like like an accordion, to absorb all the yeah. energy. Like, they uh, just bash into shit. He had a, a Camaro for a while that was like a late 70s Camaro, like a mid to late 70s Camaro, and it had crumple zones. Mm-hmm. Like as a safety feature of places where the body the body panels were deliberately bent, yeah, that worked and into the body now. lines. You, hood, you, you can see where there's little wrinkles. That Absolutely, are in there. that yeah. is just meant to do that. That yeah. that comes from racing too. Yep. Yeah, that um, like those things are not safe. And I uh, like uh, one of my favorite safe. It's like a safety video. It's like a late early maybe mid sixties uh, Cadillac or early sixties. So it's got big fins, and it's just running into. A concrete barrier, like twenty, like I think it's like thirty-five miles an hour, mm. and you can just see it slowly just crush, and it just mangles the occupants and just twists them up to mm. where they're just mangled body right. parts. You know, that's it. Now, what they were good for, like fifties uh, and sixties, and some seventies cars, where they started making them that way, is you could just like. Like you just run over a mailbox and not really damage very it, much. Right, it didn't really do much. Yeah, <laughs> you just boom, boom, or people. Yeah, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. <laughs> you know? And your windshield wipers were good enough. You know, yeah. they just like get rid of the blood and hair and whatnot. <laughs> Go to a car wash and be like, oh, I just hit a couple colored boys. I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck, fucking. <laughs> that's what would happen. Shit ass. Just I, the, the, that's one of those things that bothers me is that people get this idea in their head and they won't like get new information. They won't. They just refuse right. to accept new information because they've believed something for so long yep. that it's almost like an affront to their personality if you tell them actually that's not that's not true at all mm-hmm. that's not accurate how many people have you told this to right and uh they they didn't like it we were watching on the big screen on there we were watching uh this afternoon because dylan hadn't seen it there was uh it's like only four days ago where they announced where elon musk announced the, the upgrade at the giga nevada site oh yeah making the tesla trucks there and yeah so it's like a allegedly what <laughs> It's been delayed again. Yeah, but there, it's going to happen. It's happening. Oh, I know. You don't think it's going to be happening? What, it's the happening. Tesla trucks? No, I know. I I just... I don't mean the Cybertruck. Oh. I'm talking about the... the oh, the big the, trucks. Yeah, oh, they're the, making the them now. Pepsi's yeah, the taking delivery of no, them. No, no, no. I, I knew that. Yeah, no, right. the, I knew that, that that was going on, which is a better idea to get that going first. Yes, 100%. Anyway, so when our second charging station came in here, and we've spoken with this before, the people in there were just bashing it like no one's ever going to use the... That's just stupid because yep. because your life is so small that you haven't seen a Tesla vehicle in your neighborhood that you never leave right. doesn't mean they don't exist. Between your <laughs> cookie cutter, poorly built home of we all know and between <laughs> there and fucking Chili's on Friday right. night, and you didn't see a you Tesla. Seen a Tesla the last two years, they they don't exist. Right, they're just not there. So the guy they haven't sold fifty million fucking units worldwide. They just haven't. Right. So no. the so the guy was uh, on Facebook, of course, because of where he was, because of where they are, and, and he, you know, if I, you're never. If I see, if you ever see two of those parked at the same time getting charged in the next year, that would be amazing. So I said, you want to bet? Yeah, I I wanted to go further with it. I will take. I will bet $1,000 of yours against $10,000 of mine. Let's go. Of course, about four days later, there were like four of them lined up. Yeah. 
Yeah, in it fact, if, no do you remember when I, I think I sent you a picture of it because that was when I still lived downtown and I drove mm-hmm. right past there almost mm-hmm. every fucking day. Right. And within the first week, I drove past there at 7.15 in the morning when I got off work. It was mm-hmm. every single stall was full of Teslas <laughs> getting charged. <laughs> yeah. It's, again, it's just like, and I don't know everything at all either. And there are many areas of the world that I don't, I know an expert in at all. Right. But to make these kind of, I, I don't understand making these blanket statements. I don't think I do that. I don't think. But there are, it's a large percentage of people that do this. It's insane. They'll just make a, a, a just broad generalization. In public, on social network, where thousands of people, because it might have been a post like from the powerhouse or the city or somebody else where there's at least a handful of thousands of people that look at that shit. Right. And you're gonna make you're going to make that statement with your real name. You know, it's not a stupid waste of time and effort. And if you even see two of them out there, why would you even kind of want to just go back there with like, like take a picture every day of it having right. at least two now? in there and just and, and then go back to that post and just reply that comment with 40 pictures. Right. And go, hey, just letting you know, these are all uh, time and date stamps. But <laughs> like, it's also why put that much effort into somebody that's never going to change their mind anyway. Right. And if they do, they're not going to change their mind if you show them, prove them wrong. Like, well, they're still stupid. Oh, okay. okay. So the only time that Very, I do like that. fourth grade. The only time I, the only reason I really, half the time, two-thirds of the time that I bother making posts like that and going to do a little bit of battle, small battle with someone on social network, social network, social media is because, um, and there are more people that I've met recently with our little downtown roads project, is that people have come up to me and said, I watch your posts when you, you know, I'm not going to engage these people. But people are watching that, and if you're, if no. I'm making sense, or someone else that says something and disputes this nonsense, then people are recognizing. Go, there you go. Yeah. So they, that's the only other. I'm not battling with that person. Other people see it, you know, and that's what the reach is. I think is you're reaching out to more people who may realize that this person is not wrong, right? You know, and that person is wrong, <coughs> and, the, and the person who's you know deciding to argue with them is correct. So. And it may make a difference in someone's decision. Maybe someone's on the fence about who knows what. Maybe they'll see that argument and go, "Yeah, yeah, that person was right after all." And you know, I was—I used to think that the the Tesla thing cracks me up because they, they, um, I there are people out there that still think that electric vehicles are not going to be the future. They, they, yeah. it's it's too late for that to not happen, right? Because the big three have already dumped way too fucking much money into it, and, and as well as, as all the German companies. And I still get it, because you can tank up very quickly, and you can go in your oh, truck shit, and tow yeah. a boat. I understand why yeah. they think that. But that doesn't mean, because right now, at this moment, that your truck or whatever you're doing is faster and easier, that that's not coming. But the ancestors of those people that are that are saying that's never going to happen, the ancestors of those people, going back 120 years, were going to be the ones that say, why would I replace my horse? Right. There's no gas stations around. Exactly. There's not enough this. There's not enough that. We'll give it 30 years, and then what happens? My horse can just eat grass when we stop. Yeah, exactly. When we have lunch, it can have lunch. Exactly. So. That, the, those are the, the, it's just the, it's the same people. Mm-hmm. It's just a few generations removed. It's the same thing. But also, like, there's something, like, that the, a lot of people don't seem to realize that once a big company that is, like, a trendsetter in their industry shifts their mm-hmm. shit and other companies in the same industry that are also leaders shift. There's kind of no going back from that. Right. Like uh, emissions in the 70s, mm-hmm. emission controls, um, 
leaded gas, getting rid of leaded gas because they knew early on, knew, which is and such a, a large hunk of people said so that's bullshit. There's nothing wrong with lead, and it's harder to make the cars run good, and blah blah blah. It, yeah, it's bad. It's, it's a poison. It's, yeah, it's really really bad. <laughs> it's really bad. Right. Uh, and oh, but anyway. someone knew. A lot of people knew back then that we were it's we're throwing it into the atmosphere. Charles Kettering knew, and he was one of the biggest proponents of putting lead into gasoline. Yeah, and he went. This is and a they bad named deal. a fucking city after him. And a health uh, there's a there's Kettering Medical Center in Dayton, mm-hmm. Ohio. There's Kettering the fucking city that's a suburb of Dayton. Mm-hmm. And and I mean it was his great that's shame. That's part of I guess Sloan Kettering. You're saying yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what you were talking about. Well, ke- well, there's there's, there's Kettering, and then there's oh, okay. Sloan Kettering. Sloan Kettering is in New York City, and you know, but okay. like Kettering. I think it's Kettering Memorial Medical Center, I think is where it's at, or what it is. And then the town of Kettering is a suburb of Dayton, okay. a big suburb, like 60,000, 70,000 people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that guy, that was his great shame. He carried with him through his entire life until he died, was that he... He was the one that said, let's do this. Let's let's do this. Let's but he push recognized this hard. It. And then he knew <clears throat> it was just, it, it, the cat was out of the bag. He couldn't fucking put it But he, tr- put he it tried away. to get it back? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and he was a big proponent of getting rid of lead. It was like, like the um, fifteen years later, the Nobel Prize. Uh, you probably know about the history of that. It was um, oh, Alfred Nobel. The, he, he invented, in, in, invented. Uh, he, he invented. Was it? These are dynamite or nitroglycerin. He was or sitting s- on the turlet and he invented. <laughs> not, put nitroglycerin in take sawdust. The, take the boy out of the south, but you can't take this. Yeah, no shit. God, make sure you go check your oil. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, yes, he's the one who came up with the idea of making nitroglycerin more stable by putting into wood chips and turning it into and dynamite. Felt, and a lot of people were maimed and killed from that shit. Yes. And that's why he said, I think I'm going to do a Nobel Prize. Or that's basically how it happened. He started up think. the Nobel Foundation, 100% yeah. why. Yeah. So there you go. Should we take a break? Yeah, let's take a break on that note, on the dynamite note. Yeah. We'll be back. Listen to some Miley Cyrus. We were good. We were cold. Kind of dream that can't be sold We were right Till we weren't Built a home and watched it burn Things you don't 
I made Paul listen to the song that you folks just listened to. It's great. It is great. And oh. then we listened to uh, some more Miley Cyrus of her covering other people's stuff. But she which she does a fantastic job. So good. And I want to see Miley Cyrus in concert now. Very much so. Might be the oldest dude there. Not even close. Probably not. Garen fucking teeth. But like in her video, we saw that it was not her official video, but there was uh, the silhouette of the mountains. I said, we, we could do this with the wallop eyes. We could oh, kinda- God. <laughs> Anyway, okay. Go ahead. You should first go. You talk about the South, but ask. Go ahead. And I'll, okay, I'll, I'm going to ask you the question. And, and this is an argument, not an argument, but just like some, like an off the cuff conversation okay. that I had with with a, a friend of mine who's from Texas. Okay, born and raised in Texas. The only time mm-hmm. she, I mean, she moved around a bit, but for the most part, her formative years were all in Texas. Mm-hmm. She's from Texas, like I'm from Ohio. Got okay, it. and uh, and I've lived there. You lived, lived in there Texas for. About eight eight years. Okay, so you lived in Texas for eight years. Yes. And then you lived in Georgia for... Okay, hold on. Ask me, hey, Paul, name the southern states that you've lived in. Name the southern states that you have lived in. If you want to include Texas, that's where the conversation is going. Yes, but here we that's go. where we're going with this. Arkansas, um, Tennessee for a short time, South Carolina, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia. Am I missing anything? I almost have the entire Southern Confederacy right there. You really do. And that and that's it. And then uh, Texas for eight years. Again, we want to talk about that being... But you asked me, go ahead. So my, what I, I asked you was, as a, as a person who lived in Texas, but and also spent... South. And And Georgia, do you consider Texas part of the South? As in no. capital T, capital S, the no. South. And it's not because I want to exclude them from the South. It's not like, oh, we're the South. You guys are Texas. You suck. That's not my mindset. We just don't really consider it. Here's what Texas considers, or that's what it, Texas considers Texas, Texas. That's always We're been, our own country. That's, that's what we, we're Texans. And that's what I've gathered from every person who's ever lived in Texas or is from Texas has told right. me that Texas is just Texas. Right. They're an autonomous. They they want to believe that they are. Right. We could be independent, which they could sustain themselves. They could. I guarantee they could. They could. So could California, by the way. Yeah. They're a lot bigger economy than Texas is. Yeah. Now, now here's the thing about Texas versus California, and this is something I'd have to look into more of the international finance part of it, which Mm -hmm. this is just an article I read years ago, Mm -hmm. is that, yes, Texas could sustain itself. California could sustain itself, but the rest of the nation couldn't sustain themselves if it weren't for the tax money that comes out of California. That may, that be, may be true. The rest of the states would crumble because the, a lot of the money, ta- uh, California pays so much more in federal taxes of mm-hmm. varying degrees mm-hmm. because of their population and the amount of rich people that are there and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. And there are a lot and of rich people in Texas, obviously. There's a lot of rich people obviously. in Texas. Absolutely. Yeah, a pile. Probably yeah. not as many as California. Probably not. 
Like, what's the population of Texas? Let's just whip that out. I don't. Um, and then California. Uh, I'm gonna get. Uh, here's what I'm gonna guess Texas is, and then we're gonna see how. Just get. Don't spurt it out. Okay, go ahead. Time. The population of Texas. I'm gonna guess is. Uh, stand by. Blurt it out. Thirty million. God damn. Twenty nine point five three million. Boom. God damn, Paul. That's. That's a little I scary. Think, it's think, all, well, you had time to Google it, so I'm no, just I didn't. Know. I did not Google you, it. You had time to I Google did, it. I, you, you saw me. Be quiet. Me. Go ahead. You didn't. You had time to Google it, yet you didn't. His phone never even got turned on. He didn't even touch his phone. Right. His eyes were rolled back in his head, and he was channeling I Google was, through <laughs> his brain. Uh, Sam Houston. Uh. <laughs> Sam Houston. Okay, now in the California population. I'm going to guess is going to be. Probably about double that, about sixty million. It's not nearly as high as I thought it was going to be. It's okay. Thirty-nine point five million, so it's oh, ten million more people. That's it. Seventh largest economy in the world if it broke away and became its own country. What's the What's the largest economy in the world if Texas were? So seventh Seventh of California, Texas would be Texas. I I don't know. Uh, I, I know I know it's going to be a stat. If Texas were its own country, how long? What What the anyway? It'll start coming up. It'll start spitting shit at you. Who doesn't love the internet? God damn it. And Google. Now, I will say this. This is an interesting little factoid. Mm -hmm. In 2022, Texas led the nation with the most companies uh, in the Fortune 500 with 53. That's more amazing, actually. Doesn't surprise me. Uh, GDP was uh, uh, 3.4 trillion. In in Texas? Texas. Wait. It was GDP in, wait, what year? Yes, 2022. Okay, what's GDP in California? 2022. Three point six three trillion. Wow, they're real close. Okay, there you two, go. Well, two uh, a trillion more, one point two trillion more. So Texas two point four versus versus uh, three point six. So Texas must not be that far behind as far as if they were an independent country. Right. Now I will say this: Texas doesn't have as many uh, navigable ports. It's very because you've got you've you've got Port of Long Beach, Port of Los Angeles, San Francisco, uh, San Francisco. And there's something else. San Diego's not really a big commercial port, but it's but, they, but you have your, your your shipyard, the you know naval so air station. So four, that, three and a half for Texas was just one with so, uh, Galveston. So now I'm wondering if Is Texas right? could. I, but here's the thing: I don't know if Texas. I just know the factoid about the about California. The amount of federal taxes they they do keeps a lot of other states afloat, like with the interstate highway system and things like that. California actually produces more oil than people think it does as well. Oh, they produce a fuck ton of oil. Right, and they don't want to believe that and don't want to do it, but Texas, of course, with the Permian Basin, that's in, like, oh, yeah. central West Texas. Yeah. And that's and there's a lot more... It's so funny, too, with this whole oil thing, and you feel the federal government would open up more... I'm telling you, it's all fucking nonsense and bullshit, because I, I watch the oil segments on it's CNBC, and there are, people are poking holes in the ground more than they ever have before. It doesn't matter if the federal government opens up federal lands or not. So they're they're expand anyway. I don't even get off. There's the land that's already purchased, that's owned, right. just waiting to be to be punctured. They're just not going to do in it in Texas. And they know better. Also, they don't want to drive the price of oil down. No, and they want to keep it. Right now, it's a pretty good price for them. They're all making billions of dollars. And one of the things that always cracks me up about those folks is if they would just these businesses need to do this, and the federal government blah blah blah. Like, wait, do you want do you want federal control over businesses or do you not? Do you want to right. know, do you want a free market or not? Because free market oil is Basically, what you got, and now. with Biden trying to go to Saudi and other places like that, and so you need to blow more, you blow more oil, 
blow blow more probably not blow more oh yeah would it blow it out blow it blow your hair out blow your hair up and blow your top you gonna be all right blow your horn there was a porno. Are, are you gonna go into like boogie woogie bugle boy at some point? Or like, <laughs> there, Jesus there was a Christ. there was a porno that I saw the title of was a blow your own horn. Blow your own and horn. Of course, it had to do with you know blowing your own horn. Oh if really? You, if you're really flexible. That's crazy how cryptic that title is. If you were. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, saving so, Ryan's private. Saving those. Ryan's private. Yeah, <laughs> rear, rear and pleasant stranger. <laughs> There goes our serious segment. Yeah, anyway. Okay, fine. So do you consider it so sex, tex, Texas, Texas, <laughs> shit. Now you've implanted those things in my brain. Texas <laughs> is not part of the South. But they grew a shitload of cotton and there were a lot of slaves. So Well, yeah. But also, like, and, and uh, the person I was just talking to about this last week, she said, uh, she goes, well, I mean, Texas shares a lot of things, you know, similarities in this. I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of differences, too. Mm-hmm. When I think of the South, I never think of Texas. No. Am I? Do I think Texas doesn't have some? Like, do they have some qualities of the South? Absolutely. Hundred percent. But they're not the South. When people think of the South, they think of they think of. Yeah. Let, let's just rattle off some of the things with the South. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, the food. The the food. Texas doesn't. It's not known for their Southern cuisine. They don't even believe in beans in their chili, which uh, fucking to me they shouldn't be allowed to be a state. Well, that's they say that's the rule I know, of chilies I, without. That's fine. Chile con carne, I get it. Okay, sure, I get it. Okay, but Southern food is what it's you know it's not Texas it's, barbecue. It's, fry, it's not Texas. And not fried even, okra. We're talking yes. What other Southern fried thing okra? Lots Okra's of corn got to be on the top. Yeah, corn, any kinds of corn, cornbread, cornmeal, corn pancakes, Johnny cakes, da, da, like all right. that stuff. Grits. Yes, I don't go it's not like Texas grits. Yeah, nobody Let's go to like, Texas and get yeah, some grits. I, I've never thought of it. Now, granted, I've never lived in Texas. I haven't spent sure. a lot of time in Texas, but I've spent some time there, and I've gone to little mom and pop restaurants, and I've never, I've never seen there grits a on the menu. Kid from like six or seven years old to like thirteen or whatever. I don't think I ever had grits in Texas. Right. I, I remember. I think the first time, Dad goes, "You never had grits. We're in Georgia now. Let's get some grits." Yeah. Um, what the fuck's a grit? It, what is a grit? You're like like a. <laughs> Uh, oh, uh, the Joe the, Pesci yeah, in uh, uh, my cousin Vinny and goes, oh, what's y'all want some grits? And he goes, what is a grit? Right. Y'all ain't never had grits before. And like, I don't know what a grit is like. A, yeah. What state would you say is the most southern? You had to pick one state if you had to pick that a had state. The, just wraps up all of all of yeah. the good and bad stereotypes. I think I've got probably my, Georgia. I was going to say Mississippi for me for some reason. Think so. Only because I think Atlanta, and because it's a little bit more modern of a town. And I think that's what yeah, but I don't go to Atlanta. I don't think about Atlanta. I think about Savannah. Uh, Savannah. Savannah. Hundred percent. You think of the, With Spanish, the Spanish moss. moss yes. The Spanish humidity. Moss, yes. <laughs> the oppressive fucking heat. Right. The fact that. Yeah, there's still some casual racism going on, but everybody's kind of okay with it, which <laughs> is not. That's not and, a good thing. And it is Savannah a thing. and Charleston are still kind of at war with each other. A Very bit. much so. Kind of they <laughs> want to be like the 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 cool swampy shit. Right. I'm like there's none of it's cool. It all makes me want to sultry. Y'all, did you watch? Uh, you were gonna watch? Uh, I did. I watched. I, yeah, I watched when I was sick last week. Y'all got any eyes? Y'all got any eyes? <laughs> yeah. Sorry what for the uh, duped episode last week, folks. I had a uh, a, a toothache and. Which makes well, it's saying, a toothache. It was a it, major it was, problem. It was, it was a major problem. You say it's a t- called a toothache. It sounds like oh, little baby, a toothache. Right. Uh, n- maybe take a baby Tylenol. No, it, it was we wiggle it a little bit. Big old yeah. pocket of infection underneath a former root oh, canal, and god damn it, it hurt. Those. It got to a point where like my face was getting swollen to where I almost oh, couldn't man. see out of one eye. It was so bad. 
but within 24 hours, it was basically gone from the antibiotics, which sucks. I just finished my last. My last dose will be at 11 o'clock tonight. But the infection's, the infection's dead, though. Oh so yeah, like so. I don't have I don't have any symptoms anymore. Anyway, so uh, yeah, so I you didn't think watch Georgia the, is it for you? I think Georgia would be it because it kind of encapsulates everything. And you're from Ohio, so that's the perception that the Yankees yeah, would have. Well, and but also the there's some under there's there's when you when I but also when I think of the South. I don't know. I'm, I'm because I'm biased toward Appalachia. I think of there's two separate Souths. There's Appalachian South, and then there's like your classical South. So like Kentucky, uh, hills of the hill country of Tennessee. Yeah, that's more northern Appalachian, Vir- northern course, Virginia, uh, West Virginia. That's Appalachia. That's a different kind. It's not really of that, the that's south. not the South. It to is me technically either. the South because it's south of Mason Dixon line, but it's and it was classically part of the South in the Confederacy. But if you look beyond those cultural points, right, it's kind of not the same as Georgia, Mississippi, Alabama, Louisiana, and even Louisiana is a little bit fucking. Yeah, they're on their own. Louisiana is like the Las Vegas of the South, it like is. all of like, because <laughs> it's like. It's it's different ca- cool characters like you st- you have swamp people yeah, all they're over not the South, proud southern they're a proud Cajun kind exactly of thing. they're exactly. a different That's thing it. altogether uh-huh. exactly now South Carolina is uh, you know they started it you started it you know, <laughs> they started it in Fort Sumter the war yeah yeah of course but they're not even I've lived there before and spent I have a lot of good friends there to me it doesn't feel like the South in the way that Georgia does okay. in certain areas or Alabama Alabama's right in there too you know now the other the other Mississippi. Uh, uh, benchmark would be which state has more Waffle Houses, which I'm fairly certain it's Georgia. It's got to be because that's it's a corporate headquarters. Corporate headquarters and, and you everything. cannot spit without it in the Waffle House. Yes. Just about. Yes. So Come while on Waffle House now. I, I had oh, Waffle House uh, last weekend, two weekends ago. Where were you? Phoenix. Oh, Phoenix. That's right. Yeah. yeah in fact, uh, I uh, stay with you know our friend Sean and Ashley, uh, and uh, they have a, their daughter. Uh, she's, uh, what is she, 11? There was one morning, it was Saturday morning, where Sean and Ashley both went to their respective gyms, and it was just me. I was all showered and ready to do something, and Abigail's bathroom, and she's a, you know, she's preteen, basically teenager, mm-hmm. long hair, and I've dealt with this before, and I was told, you probably don't want to use Abigail's bathroom, because that's the guest bathroom, that's the one that, where I shower and whatnot, mm-hmm. when I stay down there, and I'm like, why not? I, well... The drain's draining real slow, and I understand, man. Their parents. I wonder why. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder why. Did you get one of those little mechanical claws and yank out a big no? I, of hair? I went and bought the same thing I bought to use at my house, which it is, and it's this. Uh, it's like a disposable drain snake. Okay. It has its own little plastic twisty thing on the oh. end. It looks like a toy. But you Did buy you yank a big thing out of there. Oh no, I oh. had Abigail. Oh shit, I didn't want to say her name because she's underage. But whatever. Yeah, I had her do it, mm-hmm. and she she's. I, I was like, oh, okay, we're gonna do this together. So I. Was like, hey, kid, do you want to go to Home Depot with me? And she's like, why? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a, the appropriate answer. Like, why in the fuck why, do I want to go with why, you to Home Depot? Why are, okay, <laughs> right? First off, here's a guy who's not her parents. Right. But I've known her for years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Sean Ashley trusts me with her. And they, because they know, like, I have this one kid who's 22. Who's and she's not looking co- up on Urban District. What is Home Depot? What's that code what for? Is, what's street home, urban, urban you know, language? What does that like, mean? no, we're going to Home Depot. We're going to the big orange box store. <laughs> So we're going to go there. We're going to get a drain snake and fix your drain. I'll show you how to do it. And she's like, okay. And grabbed her cell phone and got dressed. I said, you have five minutes to get dressed. And she was she was dressed in four minutes, so good wow. for her. Uh, and so we left, went to Home Depot. And I was like, are you hungry? She's like, I'm starving. I'm like, let's go to Waffle House. And she's like, I love Waffle House. <laughs> but she's such a funny kid. You know what she got? No. One plain waffle. No butter. No. Nothing on nothing it? Nothing on it. And nothing. just picked it apart and ate it and made it. 
I'm like, what the fuck? Did you have? Did you ask her questions about her waffle eating habits? I just, I was. She's like, I, I think the syrup is too sweet, and that's it's, not real butter. Yeah. And I'm like, I. That's, that's a valid point. Very valid point. I didn't give a shit because I don't get to have. I don't live a half a mile from a wa- waffle house. So, but if you had a waffle house waffle in waffle house, and you brought your own real maple syrup. And real butter, would it be a Waffle House waffle? At that it would point? not be. Yeah. It would not be. You need that fake you maple can't flavoring. It. You can't go to first can't. class. No, you can't. It's <laughs> Waffle House. Not even business class. Not like, even. I actually heard somebody try and order a poached egg <laughs> at Waffle House. <laughs> I'm going to hurt myself. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> I was sitting at the counter. You need a perfect waitress. This... With, 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 I'm going to write it down and see what, she, what her facial expression is. I was blown away. And it's funny because the, 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 the waitress was like, she had this confused look on her face. She goes, no, honey, we can't do that. It was this lady, mm-hmm. her and her husband, they look kind of well-dressed, and she looked kind of frou-frou. And you could tell, I, in my mind, I built like a backstory. Like, he came from white trash roots, <laughs> and she's not right at all. Like, he married up. right? And they're going to a Waffle House, and it's her first time there. And she's looking at the Why don't lamp. you go for Eggs Benedict? Why don't you just fucking... They're, they don't have eggs Benedict. I know. That's, That's the, the but she was at she 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 ordered two pieces. She's like, okay, what can I get for y'all? Which is funny because every single waitress at any Waffle House y'all. anywhere is going to be, what can I get for y'all? It's almost like it's part of their training. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're in you're in you're in Arizona, but right. whatever. And because uh, that was several years ago, but she the lady ordered a poached egg. She's like, can I get one poached egg and two pieces of uh, white toast with no butter and. The lady was like, we don't have poached eggs. Really? Well, all right. What about like a heart-healthy scramble? <laughs> heart-healthy. And I'm Actually, like. maybe they do have a heart-healthy menu now. At Waffle House. I don't know. They barely have bathrooms and mops at Waffle House. What are you talking about? <laughs> but I any, should know better. Anyway, cycling back. Yeah, and then I, but we went, went to, to Waffle House. I went to picked, Waffle House. Picked her a waffle. Picked out, got her waffle. And just and ate, but ate the whole fucking thing. Oh, but well, she just okay. pulled it apart piece by piece. And I'm okay. like, all right. Like with her, it was like finger food. Basically, yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, anyway, I said, do you want to roll that up and dip it in something? She's like, no. I just, I like it like this. It tastes just fine. I'm like, okay, whatever, man. She could have ordered a compote. That wouldn't have happened either. If either. Yeah, <laughs> do, you have a, do, you, do you have a raspberry compote, please? <laughs> Preferably made with a locally raised, shade grown, <laughs> organic raspberries. Yeah, farm to table compote. Farm to table Waffle House would be the best <laughs> and worst thing of all time. Okay, back to Texas. Well, we're going back to getting her hair out of the. Oh uh, yeah, we got the hair out of the day. I, I I showed her how to use a. I taught and her how to use a big wad of hair come I, out of the. I made her get the like we, yeah. I, we got the screwdriver out of my truck because I couldn't yeah. find Sean's tools. Pulled the little thing off the drain, the, the pop down and pop mm-hmm. up, you know, kind of yeah. uh, drain plug. Pulled that is, up yeah. and yanked out like two or three big clumps of hair and it worked just <sighs> fine. Yeah, it was nasty. Yeah. But I made her do all the work and she's getting gloves. She had <laughs> rubber gloves. I'm like, that's that's cool, man. Like, I used right. to barehand it, but I get it. It's pretty nasty. It's kind of, it's, who knows what the fuck's it's, growing down in there. It's gross. It's so nasty. Yeah. Okay. And, but anyway. Yeah. So then we went to, uh, not we, you went, what, where were we going out with this? Went to, did, I, I, I would just, we were talking about Waffle House. And I just, I was like, I saw, I was at a Waffle House recently. Oh, because of the South. Because of the South. Said, that's how you would, that's how I would judge the, the, the Southest country or uh, state. Would be Georgia because they have more Waffle Please Houses. Please Google how many Waffle Houses are in Georgia. Oh, but it's gonna now. I'm gonna guess again. I'm gonna guess it's gonna be 200, 200 Waffle Houses in Georgia. I actually Googled which state has the most Waffle Houses. Okay, how many did you say? Two hundred. 
Oh, it's it's thinking in the computer. It's it's no linking no. Up I was the, having to read through all the. <laughs> my God. It's linking up all the uh, so ridiculous. It's satellites a, are linking up to give me this information because it's such a big trying to calculate because they're building them faster right now. They can't keep up with the. So there's tw- there's uh twenty one hundred and five altogether Waffle House locations Holy spread across twenty five states. Okay. Three hundred and eighty one are right. in Georgia. <laughs> 232 132 in just the Atlanta Atlanta metro area. (laughs) That's where where I'm from, yes. Incredible. And also, I thought 200 was going to be a little on the low mark, and I thought it was going to be over 1,000 in Georgia just because... (laughs) So yeah, there's a, there you go. So Georgia's got they've got the they've got Savannah, mm-hmm. they've got the old plantation homes, they've got mm-hmm. the Spanish moss, they've got Augusta, uh, Augusta. You've got very southern. Yeah. Um, uh, what the hell was I going to throw? Oh, the Waffle House Factor, is mm-hmm. what is, which is what we're going to call it. Coca Cola Factor. Coca Cola. Yeah. So I when I think of the South, I think of Georgia. Georgia. They're like the linchpin of the South. Like they're, they're, all the other states want to kind of be like Georgia because it's so a, that's you know. weird though because you're probably correct. But I was in Georgia for off and on for 20 years, different times. Um, and I think of for some reason Mississippi. And I don't know why. You know, there's a, no one lives in Mississippi compared to Georgia, right? At all. But is I would say Mississippi I'm, has like the think of the slaves. They were all slaveholding states. Big but time. I think Mississippi was one of the biggest, maybe for as far as how many enslaved people I if they that's had. That's what but, I think of when I think of the South. I yeah. equate slave the slave trade or something like that with I don't know, but I see why you think Georgia is. But then you have people that you know uh, up in Kentucky they want to be called the South. So what did that's but people true. down we don't buy down the no we don't we don't buy that up in Kentucky. Yeah mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. And, I know and, they're. They're hill people, we probably would call them. God damn, that's <laughs> fucking North Georgia assholes. Yes, that's what it is, the hill people. Um, what did your friend think about, from Texas, think that Texas was? Did she said The South. Was, She's like, that's part of the South. And I'm like, yeah, that's not part of the no. South like Mississippi, Alabama, South Carolina, Georgia. And I told her, I said, I have the same argument with Florida. Is Song of the South in Texas? Was that, was that supposed to be in Texas? Uh, I don't know. Or not? Did it really? Was it not really? Well, in I mean, the that state? was by Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what it's, I mean. The band yeah. was literally Alabama. That's not that what sang I mean. "Song of the South." Not what I mean. I not mean, that song of the South. I mean, the, you... the Disney song oh. of the South. <laughs> Jesus, Jimmy, I thought you were talking about a song, no, song of the no, South. No, like I thought you were talking no. "Sweet Potato Pie." Shut my. Yeah. I thought we were talking about Alabama. <laughs> like the band is literally called Alabama. Kind of want some sweet potato pie now. I always want sweet potato pie. <laughs> But the 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 Disney song of the South was that supposed uh, to be in Texas? I think it might be, or it's just a Southern state. I don't think anybody knows what. I, I it might. It n- I don't know. We'll have to let's see. see Uncle Remus. For me, for me, I'm, maybe I was growing up when I learned about that and was living in Texas, so I assumed it was in Texas. Or does it, I wonder? It, I I don't know. Hang on, I'm fine. I'm looking it up. Song of the South. I forget. It was 1948 film uh, it, that Disney wow. tried to get rid of. But they, they really did. They I have a digital it. copy of it. I've watched it multiple times, and it's pretty fucking bad. It is bad. It's still, but and I I have trouble with that kind of stuff because it is history. It's it is history. It's a real thing. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like if you go on YouTube and look at the old uh, Warner Brothers, like on the Warner Brothers uh, YouTube channel, all the old old very old Looney Tunes. Oh yeah. From the 30s, 40s, and 50s are all 
podcasts are all available. And there's a there's a little disclaimer before it. it says we present these in their entirety because to wipe them away would be to ignore the fact that they were really this bad. Mm-hmm. And, and they are pretty uh, they are pretty bad. Yeah, they're it's pretty bad. So Song of the South, though, like a lot of people, I don't know for those of you still listening. I bet Song Alabama. of the South, like the Song of the South, the movie, the yeah. Disney you know live action movie that has some animation mixed with live action. Mm-hmm. Uh, is where like it's uh oh god damn it what's the song uh shit oh the the big song that it's in it that they're whistling I kind of don't want to know the song because it'll get stuck in my fucking <laughs> head like it does a everybody about the else song. the song what is the uh, song I can fucking whistle it almost I I like I can't wait to get a text message from uh, zippity doo dah that's it yeah. All right, my, so I want to know. Oh my, what a wonderful day. If you're white. <laughs> the film is set on a plantation in Georgia. Oh, there we go. There it is. I think your answer, You, we, we are now convinced that Georgia is the South. There it is. Song, song of, of the, the South. If Song of the South takes place in Georgia. Then that answers the and question. And a band named Alabama sang a song called Song of the South about Georgia. They're they're not even from Georgia, there. They, Georgia they, is it. They, I think Georgia is the South. I think you're right. Um, but I also like I uh, and I talked about this with Charlie before. Just more, just giving him a ribbing because he's from Florida. He's from he Florida, the South. Like, but like there's, but Florida has a mixture. It's like the the old joke. I can't remember who the comedian was, but it's so fucking funny. And he's like, yeah, I've traveled to all fifty states and several countries as a comedian. I can tell you one hundred percent that Georgia's not the South. And I'll tell you why. And I think he was performing. The live performance I saw was in Florida somewhere. Okay. And he goes, Florida's not the South. And I'll tell you why. I can go and sit on a bus stop. And if two old ladies are just sitting there going, you know, I just don't keep a kosher table anymore. And now that we live down here in Florida, <laughs> that's not the fucking South. No. I, I cracked that joke in front of Charlie. He goes, no, it's, that's fucking, you're talking about Miami. You're talking about Palm this, Beach, this West Palm true. Beach. He's right because yeah. I've been all not. I wouldn't say all over Florida, but I've I've spent some time there, quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And a hundred percent, you've got your swamp swamp folks, country folks, which is predominantly country. Like I feel like like it's mostly country people. Yeah, even though the like cities in, are like big, in the middle, but like in, in the middle of the yeah. state, in the like a lot of trailers the in the middle of the woods. The and interior stuff. of of Florida yeah. is very south and southern. Yeah, gators. Well, and the hospitality and that culture, and yeah. they have so a fuck that ton does of exist. waffle houses. So, but I they do. I don't think of Florida as the South really at all. Though. I feel like they kind of get left behind. There wasn't even well, they weren't even they weren't involved in the war hardly at all. Well, they had hardly anybody down there. Right, just displaced. And natives. there never was supposed to be. The, the long many years ago, the whole country kind of got together, our country, and said, "Yeah, Florida's kind of fucked up at swampland and weird animals, and and, and just it's just going to be ne- it's never going to develop yeah. anything." Yeah, we just assume that, which is know? such a dumb idea because right. you look at the climate. Sure, maybe that just comes from I, like I don't understand how these northerners fucking three hundred years ago weren't like, hey, you know what, you know if you drive or if you take you hitch up the oxen and go due south, mm-hmm. the weather gets easier. There's less struggle. You can grow fruit year round. I know why it took so long to. The, it was the swamps. It was the railroad. It was. Uh, yeah. Oh, I should know this. If I if I heard the name, I'd be able to tell you the name of the guy who was the guy who was like, yeah, I'm putting a railroad in. Flagler. And, yeah, there you go, Flagler in Florida. Yep. Yep. Flagler did that, and may, I mean, he's he's responsible for it. 
Yeah, because he because once he got a railroad down down the eastern yeah. seaboard, he went, okay, cool, we'll take a train down there. Exactly, and yeah. then and there the you petticoats go. start shedding off. Yeah, and then you find the beach. Anyway, so yeah, I personally don't think I don't I don't when I think of the South, I never think of Texas. I when I think of like Texas, ten, Tennessee's of, clear to the South, but it's not. Yeah. I mean, they were uh, with the Tennessee Volunteers. That was different going on. That was a different. They were kind of in the no man's land a little bit during the war. The Tennessee bit. Volunteers from the American Revolution, wasn't it? No. I don't think so. I should know this. I really Pretty sure know your this. University of Tennessee predates. Oh, please look that up. I'm going to be embarrassed oh, for, if it's not. Yeah. I'm, Civil War. Like, let's just look up Tennessee Volunteers history or something. I don't think it was the red. It was a civil war, and I think they. I should know the history of this a little bit more, and I know I learned this in school, and it just fucking blanked it out. People are gonna be throwing their, their. Shrimp and grits at the. Joe's looking it up. I am looking it up. He's reading. He's scanning. We should all know this. Oh, this is so annoying. Sometimes it's just hard to. And just oh, this is one of those like a recipes. Like they remember when they first. It was made... Davy Crockett and the Tennessee Volunteers. Like that was his group. Okay. Okay. Do you know how how long ago? Remember Davy Crockett? It was before the Civil War. There you go. So it had to be during the Revolution. Fifteen hundred troops from Tennessee that fought under General Andrew Jackson against the British at the Battle of New Orleans during oh. the War of eighteen twelve. Oh, New Orleans. Yeah. Fuck, I didn't know any of that. I yeah. didn't know they went down there. I, I, I knew it wasn't the Civil War because the University Good of Tennessee you. has been around for way longer, and they've been called the Volunteers since, like, the 1850s or God, something. God, I swear there was this big monument in Georgia that— There probably is. —that has to do with— But it's not a Confederate. Yeah. But every every monument in Georgia is the Confederate. <laughs> that also qualifies Georgia to be the, the uh, southest state. But there is also—yeah, there is also—there's a lot of— United States history, like uh, American Revolutionary War stuff, in Savannah even. Yeah. Char- Charleston was a shitload. We know Charleston. Oh, yeah. But it also went down in Savannah and that kind of stuff, too. There's a lot of... And the Southern accent, by the way, is a warped British accent. Yes, it is. And a lot of people don't know that at all. They're very, like, what the fuck? And they're going to know it is. If you, all you have to do is is have... Because uh, I'll send you a link to this video. This is a guy who's genius. He, he kind of morphs it in back and forth Oh, a bit. God, he does such a good job of it. But he goes yeah. through... like He has a series of, like I think, three videos. One of those my favorite things to do is get like really stoned and watch his videos. Mm-hmm. They're like 20 minutes a piece. Mm-hmm. And he'll start off with like the Eastern Seaboard and go through all the different American accents, and they're in their wow. He, he just rolls a, through them all and speaks it out. He's and all a linguist that, wow. that to the stars, like he's the linguist that uh, he's done. And like you look at his rap sheet and the people he's worked with, mm-hmm. and they're the ones that are like, wow, we thought he would like uh, his first major client that he did was um, Hugh Laurie to get his English or his uh, American accent right for playing House on okay. Doctor House. And so, then he just went from there because, I, shit, I didn't know Hugh Laurie was fucking English until I saw, like, an interview with him wow. three years after I've been watching House. Would he have done but, stuff like uh, From Midnight in the Garden to Go to Neil? Would probably. He have, like, done their accents? Maybe? Yeah, potentially. Yeah. Because that's a very, Savannah accent is very specific oh, to very that specific. city. Yeah. Like, Charleston, if you're, if you're not from the area, you might, Charleston sounds like Savannah, but if you say that, like, if someone's, like, deep Charleston old money and then Savannah old money, boy, that you they start get, a war down there. It's kind like, of like saying, oh, you sound just like you're Charleston. Whoa. Like the people who can't tell the difference between a uh, New Zealand accent, like a Kiwi accent, and, and Australian, and Australian, which yeah. is I'm like, really? I hear all sorts of differences, but you almost have to compare them back and forth. Yeah, New Zealand's more twangy. 
to me. It's more. It's, it sounds a little more springy or twangy. To little, me. little, little, little less prisonery. Something. <laughs> yeah, it's something. There are differences. There are distinct. Well, I, I live with a New Zealand guy. Uh, oh yeah, okay. In in Germany and an Australian guy, the same apartment actually for a brief time. God damn, and they, they fight all the time. Not really. Oh, okay. I mean, they they give each other this, you know, kind of a hard. A little time bit of shit, bit, you know. You know. Uh, yeah. Anyways, but yeah, this guy uh, is incredible linguist, and like I love the way he goes through, and he does do the the plantation southern accent is what he calls it, mm-hmm. which is like eastern Georgia, the like east coast of Georgia, and then South Carolina. Like through come there, come on and give something cool to drink. Mm-hmm. Y'all got any ice? <laughs> I'll tell you the, the, the dripping, not the rednecky one that drives me crazy accents from eh. yucky. That's what I do. I don't care for that one, but. <laughs> My mom was old school Savannah or Charleston. Y'all got any eyes? My mom says all of those accents just make people sound lazy. It's a lazy form of speaking. And I'm like, Mom, you're one generation removed from people who speak like that. And she's like, I fucking know that. And I don't want my kids That's to sound like scared. that. Yeah. Because she got called hillbilly, toothless, that, like all those dumb things because mm-hmm. she moved from, like, she was born in, like, when I say Southern Ohio, I mean, like, it, like, 100 yards across the Ohio River is Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And it's the southernmost like point, like the South Point, mm-hmm. just like 10 miles down the road is where my mom lived, you know, mm-hmm. grew up, and then moved up n- north two hours. <laughs> but two hours north, everybody sounds different. It, it's sure. flat. There's no hills. There's no briars. There's no none of that shit. And, and it's far more industrial, like right. that I-75 corridor that's right along uh, the Miami River, which yes. they use through the Miami and Erie Canal, right? Connected mm-hmm. Lake Erie to the Ohio River. So... You had more industrialized people and a lot of immigrants from the East Coast. When my mom showed up at like 10 years old or whatever in Troy, she nobody could understand her. And like she had to breed herself out of that fucking that mm-hmm. accent. And that's that's a shame. But then there is that there's that uneducated sou- Southerner Appalachian whatever. Yeah, that's a little different, which yeah. is funny to me because I watched like ah, this is really weird getting really in the weeds. I've been listening to the guy since his career began, or maybe a little bit before, but I've gotten really into him again. His name's Tyler Childers. Mm-hmm. Single-handedly helping bluegrass come back. Mm-hmm. And I think it's great, and it's like it's folky, folksy. It's not straight bluegrass, but it's it's just really good stuff. I urge you to listen to it. Really, really good Johnny Cash-style salt-of-the-earth lyrics that people can identify with. If you make under $70,000 a year, you're going to identify with this shit. Right. And uh, so getting deep into that and because because of the way my uh, the way my, you know, algorithm is in my YouTube, you know, shit, it starts throwing shit at me. So there was this uh, kind of a back and forth of these uh, two like teenage girls being quizzed by her grand their grandmother about Appalachian slang and the language because there's the, there's pockets of different la- there. Oh, yeah. There are different languages. They just have completely different words. For what we would use, and all these folks came from Ireland, Scotland. Yeah, Sc- kind of Scotch Irish is like the predominant thing, which we've talked about on the show before. Those are the yep. people that immigrated from Scotland to Ireland to fill the the worker gap that was left behind after everybody left or died in Ireland during the potato famine, eighteen forty seven to like eighteen fifty one. That's where bluegrass and comes from. It comes from Irish folk music, and That's the it. tuning is the same. The keys yep. are the same. Everything. So then you had. You had the the first wave of Irish immigrants that predominantly settled in the big cities, mm-hmm. right? Boston, New York, 
uh, even up into Connecticut and then over into Chicago, Columbus, Dayton, Cleveland, Detroit. And they're still there. And they're still there. The Scotch-Irish came another, like, almost a generation later because they're like, fuck, fuck Ireland. These wages are shit. They're treating us like, you know, whatever. So they came over and settled Appalachia because the land was basically like free fucking land because Mm -hmm. there was nothing there. Mm -hmm. And they were used to hardship because they were, you know. And the terrain was kind of similar. Kind of similar. Yeah. 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 So they uh, and so that's where you have that Scotch Irish. So you have the, it's it's a weird terminology terminology because two generations back they're Scottish, mm-hmm. but they're coming from Ireland to Appalachia and they settled, fine. So they have their own slang and their own not slang. It's like it's like it's a mixture of 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 like hill language and English, with a with a with an Appalachian like drawl. And uh, amazingly enough, I could understand about three quarters of the terms that this grandmother was asking her two teenage granddaughters <laughs> about it. And they're like, they some of the stuff. I was like, oh, that's that, that's that. That means if somebody's getting bigoty. Oh, he, he's over there. He's he's over yonder getting bigoty about this. Da, da, da. That means that getting bigoty means you're um, becoming egotistical. Your head's getting full big, of yourself, yeah. full of yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like arrogance. You know, right. false arrogance. Things like that. Things that I heard my grandfather say and my mom say offhand, not paying attention, maybe after a few beers. And it's in, it's interesting to know that that's part of my lineage. Well, watching Tyler Childers talk in interviews, he uses a bunch of that slang because he's from wow. uh, basically like eastern Kentucky. Yeah. He it's, starts relaxing and he just starts, starts oh, coming yeah. out. Yeah. And then I remember, then I went down a rabbit hole and I'm like, Brad Paisley. Brad yeah. Paisley's from West Virginia. Yeah. And he he's the same way in certain interviews. You'll hear him... He'll drop into his twang, and then you'll hear you'll hear these terms like, "What the fuck did he say?" And I'm like, "I know what he said," mm-hmm. or I'm pretty sure I know what it means. I just find it interesting. That's funny. But then, a lot of folks that like I've I've known people in um, that I've met from all over the South that have referred to like, "Yeah, we don't." They, like uh, my friend Lisa, she's uh, not the Lisa you know, the mm-hmm. different Lisa. The one I that she's from Enterprise, Alabama. I helped her move across the oh, I country. That. Yeah. Um. Lisa is from Southern Alabama, and I asked her, I'm like, do you consider, like, Kentucky, West Virginia, and all that, the South? She's like, not really, and nobody really does down here. Like, same, yeah, they, same for me, yeah. Which is funny to me, and I just, like, I feel, I, now it's like those people are even more marginalized because they don't have a region to be a part of. Right. So, like, Appalachia should be something you should be proud of, not something you're ashamed of. Sure. Which I used to be embarrassed by it. Now, you're, again, back to your friend who thinks that Texas, is from Texas, and thinks it's the South. Does she try to justify it or did she not justify she did it? That, she that did sounds she, negative she, did she well, try to say well here's why <laughs> well she tried to put up a good argument you know okay. against mine which is which is what i was kind of going for because i was just more gently ribbing her mm-hmm. and she's like we've got southern hospitality we've got this and then i'm like yeah i have southern hospitality too right yeah you know anybody that needs a place to stay and needs to be fed they can come to my house and they'll get fed and they'll have a place to sleep they'll have a place to bathe they'll have a place to whatever i'm sorry hanging out your place from now on you you should I'm kidding. Uh, anyway, so there's that. There's that. Well, so she used else? that, and I'm like, okay, I got a lot of swamps down there. How sweet no. is y'all sweet tea? Yeah, well, mm. that's the other thing. <laughs> it's funny because I brought that up, and I was like, I don't even like sweet tea, but I can tell you right now, if I go to Texas Roadhouse, they don't have sweet tea. <laughs> and she was like, are you fucking kidding? Like, she, the fact that I called out a, a chain that does Texas food terribly, <laughs> I think she was just like, really? I'm Texas fucking- Roadhouse is a card you're playing? That's, that's, yeah, that's the card you're, that's, that's the bar? Are we really saying the bar is Texas Roadhouse? <laughs> oh, God. I'm, but I told her, I'm like, I don't, if I go to Amarillo, Texas, I don't feel like I'm in the South. 
And no. she's like, oh, okay. I'm like, 100% very true. Yeah. Dallas and Fort Worth doesn't feel like the South. Fort it Worth feels was, like Fort Worth used to be more Texas. Southern than feels Dallas. Like, it Dallas feels is like more, yeah. Texas. Exactly. It has its yeah. own sort of. Texas is its own thing. Yeah. Whether you like it or not. Yeah. So uh-huh. I like I just want to get your take on that as a semi-serious like uh, argument and and just like a like a thought provoker. Well, I've had a person that you know of in this town that was trying to he was going to try to educate me on the Confederate flag, and oh, um, you you dropped a fucking hot fire of truth on him, didn't and, you? And I said this is at this meeting that you're aware of where our local farmer person mm. was attending was not having a good day at this moment. But I, as he me, I I don't shy away from confrontation. Right. <laughs> so this person was going, and let me tell you about the history because he was, you know, we all know I'm talking, whatever. And I said, before you educate me on the Confederate flag, let me tell you where I'm from. Born in Arkansas. I, I read all this shit off. And I said, Texas, Tennessee, you know, uh, Alabama, Mississippi, South Carolina, Georgia. I'm listening. All of my entire adult life, that's where I went from this age to this age. Please tell me all about the Confederate flag. Right. And that, that's how I dropped it off to him. Well, you know, I was, you know, I don't think anybody that I've ever met in my entire life has more. They may have been from South Carolina and say their other life, but I've been to them all. But you lived all over. Yes, all over the yeah. south, deep south. And you technically there. lived in, uh, in uh, oh, my God, I'm going to get in so much trouble. Auburn is in, Tech, or is in Alabama, Al- right? Alabama. Yeah, it's Alabama. It's yeah. You, and you lived in Alabama, too. Yes, in Mississippi for an entire summer because I worked at Mississippi, uh, Mississippi State, State University. That's right. Yeah. See, that, that's, yeah. You so ticked I, off it, all of the southern states except every for, single except ex- for Byron, North Carolina, which the South Carolinians don't really consider North Carolina the South either. I'm telling you right now, Cackalacky. <laughs> exactly. It's like really, you know, the the Tri Cities, the you know the uh, uh, Char. I mean, not uh, not Char. What, what's the big? Uh, God damn it. The big, huge, it's kind of a tech area up there. Holy fuck. Wow, Charlotte? Thank you, yeah, Charlotte. That that does not feel like the South at all. No. In Charlotte. Yeah, it's it's very metropolitan, of course. But, but then again, Virginia gets left behind. They kind of do. Which which I... Which they shouldn't at all. Now I kind of want to talk to... That's the capital of the South. I have some... Yeah, right? Like... Of the, of the Confederacy. Now, now, see, we didn't even really talk about Virginia. We didn't. But... It's weird... It's it's weird how when I like when we think of the South stereotypes, everything everything fucking points to Georgia. It kind of does, yeah. and I almost feel bad for those other states. See, now I'm gonna have to ask. Uh, I got some some friends that uh, that moved out here about five years ago from Virginia, and one the one guy is like born and raised there. Like he lived most of his his life in Virginia, save for like. I think he, well, because he was a musician, a, a signed recording artist. Like, I found his music on Spotify from his band from 25 years ago, 30 mm-hmm. years ago. But he lived in L.A. for, like, five or six years when he was in the band. But otherwise, he's from Virginia. I kind of want to ask him and get his take on it. And he'll be like, is it as southern as Georgia? No. But is it the south? Yeah, because it's Virginia. It's damn sure not the northeast. I mean, and they were the, uh, was it uh, Richmond? I think it was Richmond, Virginia. I think that was... Um I think that was the capital of the Confederacy. I, be- I believe you're correct. Just look that up, please. Yeah. If I'm wrong with this, I'm going oh, to just shoot myself. I hope you got it wrong. I think it would just be kind of funny. I think Richmond, Virginia was the capital of, and which, by the way, it's not very safe, you wouldn't think, right? If that's the capital of the Confederacy, that's not a good idea. Richmond. There you go. Yeah, it was Richmond. Okay. It's not south enough. Like, if you're going to be, you should be a little deeper in the south. You're, you know what I'm saying? I, it, it's too close to D.C. Yes. It's kind of close. Kind of yeah. close. 
Like I, maybe I think Atlanta, they tried that for a little bit for five minutes. They say, hey, let's have Atlanta be the uh, capital of the Southern Confederacy or the Confederacy, yeah. the Southern Confederacy. I think that was thought about or for Meanwhile, a Texas or two. is like, uh, hey, hey, what about us? What about us? You're not part of the South. Shut we, the we fuck up. We hate the blacks, too. Come on. Ha! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's fucked up, but it's you know somebody said that. Oh, yeah. Well, and Texas was the last... Uh, this is the reason why we celebrate Juneteenth, because they were oh, like the yeah. last, the last to holdouts to find to la- not holdouts. It's not like they knew about it. They, they didn't know that you know the war was over and then they fucking got to free the slaves and all that stuff. And it was I don't like think the white fucking, people spread the word quick enough on purpose. Yeah, I'm sure they weren't. They weren't like, like you know we can, Paul we got, Revere riding through the fucking yeah, we're like streets. We're getting some good. We're getting our plantations are doing just fine if we don't tell them that the war is yeah. over. No, <laughs> fuck, <laughs> like Jesus. There's there's your uh, your southern education for the week. There it is, folks. Are All we right, done now. I think we're done now. All right. All right. Y'all have a good week. Y'all.